Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. DC City Cast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook on a Thursday. Frank Hanrahan from VSIN. It is, of course, hockey playoff time, and Bet Rivers has a special offer through the entire NHL playoffs. Throughout the playoffs, place three same-game parlays of $10 or more in each round and receive a $10 free bet at the conclusion of each round. Think of it as a betting hat trick. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Create your ideal combo with same-game parlays on the Bet Rivers app or BetRivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21 playable in Virginia only game. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. And yes, it is indeed hockey time. Game two tonight. Washington Capitals visiting the Florida Panthers. We're going to break down that game, what we should do from a betting perspective in just moments. Also, the Nationals wrapping up their series at the uh, Colorado Rockies. They've split the first two. Let's see if they can pull it out uh, this afternoon in a uh, early start time from Colorado as they get away, I guess, to Anaheim. What are they, the L.A. Angels of Anaheim or just the L.A. Angels weekend series that starts uh, tomorrow? Plus NBA playoffs last night and the horror of no NBA playoffs this evening. What? How is that possible? The NBA is dark tonight. They do have games tomorrow and Saturday and Sunday, right? Yeah. Um, We're going to look back at last night, but let me uh, reflect on my Tuesday because that's the last time I gave out picks. And you know what? I actually was a a good day on Tuesday. Four and one documented. My only blemish was I flipped and I took the Bucks uh, 
against the Celtics getting five. It was complete and utter blowout, so that was okay. New early, had no shot. That was fine. But other than that, I was 4-1 and one on Tuesday night. I took the Grizzlies. I took John Morant over 27.5 points. I took uh, the Nats over the 10.5. And, and I also took the Washington Capitals. So 4-1 and one on Tuesday night, trying to roll that baby into some more sweet action tonight. The Capitals, again tonight, as I check out Bet River Sportsbook, are a huge underdog. They were a big-time dog. I think I got it at plus 200 uh, on Tuesday before they faced the Florida Panthers. And tonight, they are at plus 215 at Bed River Sportsbook. The Panthers are at minus 250. Again, here is the general thinking. The Panthers have to win this game. They must win this game or else they go to Washington down to zip. They are the top seed. They won the, the Vesna Trophy or whatever it's called. Not the Vesna Trophy. That's for goalies. The, the President's Trophy. <laughs> I remember years ago when I first started off doing uh, sports and I had no idea how to say the Vesna Trophy. And I said Vezina. And I remember being so embarrassed like, Somebody called the station and was like, hey, tell the, the sports guy it's Vesna. Because I think a Capitals goalie won the, the Vezina trophy. So, yeah, it's a president's trophy for the best records. It's still in my brain 20-some years ago not to screw up the names of these trophies in the NHL. So, Florida had the best record, but they lose game one. And the Caps were too much of a value in game one not to take them. And that's the same scenario here tonight against the Florida Panthers. There's just, even if you are a Florida Panther backer, you're saying, yeah, they got to win this. They're the better team record-wise. They're at home. They're at minus 250. I can't risk that much to win 100 bucks. So the, the, the thinking here tonight is just put a little bit on the caps. It's a great value at plus 215. Total tonight is 6.5 at Bet River Sportsbook. The puck line capitals plus 1.5 is minus 112. Panthers minus 1.5, minus 107. So again, expecting a very tight-knit game. Of course we are. This is, this is the playoffs, for the love of God. We all know these games are going to be tight. The Caps won game one, 4-2. They were down 2-1, to one, tied it up, took the lead, and then scored an empty netter. Uh, and Thank God they scored that early five on three because that that set at least their confidence level in the right direction. And and we said this on Tuesday. This is a tested team. Nine players remain from the Stanley Cup uh, title squad from four years ago. Panthers still have that. Oh, crap. We can't get out of our own way. We haven't won a series since like 1996. So all signs point to the Panthers fighting and toughing it out and getting a home victory because they have to and because of that we're going to go the other way and take the Capitals tonight at a, a tremendous value at an absolute tremendous value again at Bet River Sportsbook at plus 215 as we record this on a uh, Thursday uh, late morning all right, so keep an eye on that. And at Bet Rivers you have 339 different ways you can bet on tonight's game how about that? And remember, I said this on Monday and Tuesday. I like this series going six or seven. And uh, as I check out the um, series props, let's see here. Uh, where is it? Well, it's on there. It's a great value to take this series going six or seven. You can either go Caps. You can either go Panthers. Um, 
but I really like this to be a long series. And it does not hurt that the Capitals uh, take game one. Let me check the market, by the way, on the uh, on the series market, where they think this bad boy is right now. Uh, it is Panthers minus 180, the Caps plus 145. And that has swung a couple hundred bucks, I think. Maybe a hundred bucks the other way. I think the Caps were like plus 250 or so uh, before the series started. So Panthers are still favored. To win this series, um, oh here it is, the the Panthers to win four to two would be plus three twenty. Panthers to win four to three plus three thirty, um, and so forth. So if you got the Caps to win it in six, it's plus six hundred. The Caps to win it in seven plus seven hundred. Again, I like the series going six or seven games. You decide who's going to win this thing. I'm still leaning towards obviously slanted towards the home team upsetting the Panthers, uh, just because of their experience. And they know what it takes. And sometimes that can be overrated, but I don't think so uh, in this series. So, again, we're taking the Caps value tonight, plus 215. Puck drops uh, just after 7 o'clock from Florida, which is really not known for a great home uh, ice advantage, right? Uh, 7.30, excuse me. Puck drops 7.30 because they're in Sunrise, Florida. Could not tell you where that is. Somewhere near Miami, I guess. I don't know. All the pressure is on the Panthers. And this is a great spot to take the Capitals. Really is. This is a a Panther squad that has had zero success in the playoffs for 25 years. So until they win a game, you know what? We're going to ride with the home team Capitals. All right? And that's what's going to happen tonight. And if the Panthers win... God bless them, but we're not we're not uh, giving up an arm and a leg to get a win. We're going to sit back, put a Ceno down on the uh, Caps plus the two fifteen. Lose, they lose, but you just it doesn't make any sense to to risk and get a great sweat with the Florida Panthers tonight. It's going to be a fantastic sweat if you took Florida minus two fifty, right? So we're we're going to go with the uh, the Caps tonight. Puck drop just after uh, 7.30. Not going to me- mess with the totals. Six and a half injuries. Really not a big factor. Tom Wilson, uh, day-to-day lower body. But, of course, he's going to be playing. Ovi's going to be playing. TJ Oshie's going to be playing. Nicky Baxter's going to be playing. Caps will be just fine tonight. It'll be tough. It'll be tight. Uh, but the Caps are the play. That is my official release. Oh, let me check out the uh, futures market because I'm always fascinated by this. To start the NHL playoffs, the Caps were like plus four grand to win the whole thing, right? And let me see where they are right now. They're up to plus 2,300. In a game, one game makes a huge difference. So hopefully you got them earlier because now they're at plus 2,300. Uh, the favorite to win the Stanley Cup playoffs the Colorado Avalanche at plus 235, Flames plus 575, and your Florida Panthers 
at plus 750. But again, the cap's getting little to no love, but up to 2300 now. We're down to plus 2300 at Bet Rivers Sports Book. All right, straight ahead, we'll get into the Nationals. They got an afternoon game facing the Colorado Avalanche. Hey, finally, uh, Patrick Corbin was decent in a loss yesterday. Not a lot of runs in the mile high, although they gave us 11 runs on Tuesday, only seven runs yesterday. What can we expect this afternoon? We'll take a look at the Nats and the Rockies. That is next on the DC City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm Frank Handrahan from Veasan. Baseball is here, and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three-leg same-game parlay of at least twenty-five dollars, and you will earn a ten-dollar free bet. With same-game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the Bet Rivers app, or go to betrivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Please do me a favor. Download and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Frank Hanran from Vison, D.C. Uh, CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Almost forgot we got some big-time golf in the area. It's been like three or four years maybe since they've had the PGA Tour in, in D.C. It's just outside um in uh, potomac wells fargo championship and uh the the uh, favorite to win at plus 1100 is rory mcelroy who i think won his first tournament like 10 years ago here um cory connor is plus 1400 denny mccarthy who's a local guy plus 2000 so clearly whoever you take in this tournament great value could not tell you who, and I'm not going to tell you who. Uh, Keegan Bradley, plus 5K. I'm trying to look at some of the bigger names. Jason Day, plus 5K. Siwoo Kim, plus 4K. Patrick Reed, plus 4,000. Mark Leishman, plus 4,000. Sergio Garcia's in the area at plus 3,300. So keep an eye on that. Wells Fargo Championship, uh, local golf. And I don't think they're going to be back here until... Uh, um, what year is it? 2033 or something. So get your golf fix in this weekend if you can. and Throw some money on it and see what happens. Uh, entertain yourself out at the uh, Wells Fargo Championship at uh, TPC Avenue. Is that where it is? I think it is. Um, gosh, I don't think it's a congressional. Because they're very, uh, you know, they only do like uh, U.S. Opens and stuff. Um, where is it? Wells Fargo. Yeah, at TBC Avenue. Okay. It's called uh, TBC Potomac at Avenel Farm now. Excuse me. Uh, Nationals, they are out west as they take on the Colorado Rockies. That is a 3 o'clock start. Uh, Let's take a look at... The matchup today, and this is the uh, rubber match of the series as the Nationals lost yesterday 5-2 to two at Bed River Sportsbook. The Nats are plus 118 to win this game. Rockies minus the 137. The total runs whew, is 11. It's a lot of runs, man. Now, just seven were scored yesterday, and uh, 11 were scored. And actually, 12 were scored in the game one victory for the Nationals, it was uh, 10 to 2. So let's look at the matchup. 
Pitching-wise this afternoon, because as we've said, this is always a big one. Aaron Sanchez gets his third start for the Nationals. He'll be countered by Antonio Senzatella, who is uh, 2-1 and one at 3.66 ERA. He's given up a homer so far. Sanchez is 1-1 one, one at 6.75 ERA. He's got 5Ks so far this season. Only walked one. Zenzatella's got 6Ks with three walks. Total is 11. You would think perhaps, eh, I don't know if I want to mess with the total. Um, I think on a getaway day and the Nats coming back down to earth, I, I, I may have to give out the Rockies this afternoon as a slight favorite at minus 137. It's not too jarring. It's not too much. And um, I think that may be the way that I will lean uh, this afternoon with the uh, Nationals, who at least they got a decent performance out of Patrick Corbin yesterday. Um, that's good to see. This guy has just really struggled. He's, <laughs> he's a, he makes a ton of money, hasn't really done much in the last two years for the Nats. So if he can come around and, oh, you, you saw again that uh, Steven Strasburg's getting in some uh, – Pitching to live batters. Uh Uh-oh. He's closing in on his return. They're two and a half years away. Uh, So if Corbin can come back down to earth, Strasburg maybe returns. Um, Yeah, you just never know. And looking at Bet Rivers uh, Sportsbook, the odds for the Nats have not changed to win the NL East. They are still the longest of shots just to win the NL East, man, at plus (laughs) $10,000. I mean, that's insanity. I mean, I know they're not very good, but they still got Sosa. Or Sosa. They still got Juan Soto. Uh, maybe they'll have uh, Strasburg back someday. They're not that bad, but uh, looking at the standings right now, they have serious work to do already as they are currently in last place at 9-17. and 3-7 and seven in their last 10. They've lost one. And again, that's why I like the Rockies this afternoon. In fact, the Nats are three and eleven at home, and just a better record on uh, on the road at six and six. But they are struggling out of the gate. Long shots to win the NL East, and it's tough to see because we clearly, as fans, have no idea what the end game is with this baseball team moving forward. Like, are they trying to? What are they trying to do? It's not like you're tanking for a better pick next year. Are you saving money to make some deals? Who knows? Like there's no there's no map or there's no blueprint for success right now for the Nationals just to sort of suck, which is sort of disappointing. Um, and that's going to hurt them at the gate. Like I have no interest of going to a Nationals game right now. Do you? Like, come on, bro. Like figure it out. Do something. Try to win. Um, this is, uh, what do they say? Not a rebuild, but a reload or whatever the words are that they don't want to say. It's... Uh, and, you know, ownership is in flux. It's a bad time right now to be a Nats backer. And so with that in mind, we're going to go with the Rockies uh, this afternoon, minus the 137 at uh, Bet Rivers Sportsbook. The NBA, man, last night, the home teams took care of business. I want to preview some of the NBA games tomorrow and this weekend. I want to reflect on uh, some things that we may have or may not have learned the first couple of games. And one of the big takeaways is the Sixers and James Harden. And what a massive, massive disappointment this guy has been. We'll get into that next. DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Frank Hanran from VEASAN. 
Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth, must be 21, playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1 532 3500. Of course, we all know it is hockey time, playoff hockey time. And Bet Rivers has a special offer through the entire NHL playoffs. Throughout the playoffs, place three same game parlays of $10 or more in each round and receive a $10 free bet at the conclusion of each round. Think of it as a betting hat trick. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Create your ideal combo with same game parlays on the Bet Rivers app or at betrivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino. Portsmouth must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 888-532-3500. So as we're recording this, uh, big news from the Washington Commanders. Commanders officially announced the return of the marching band for the 22 season. Open invitation for musicians in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area to audition to be a part of the inaugural Commanders Marching Band. And I guess they're going to come back with a new fight song. I don't know if you've noticed this. They're still going with the HTTC instead of HTTR. I think that's sort of lame. Just let it go. But they're going with HTTC. And again, another uh, another attempt of trying to create goodwill with the fans and uh, yada, yada. So good for them, I guess. Um, so they're going to bring back the old marching band. I forget how many years they didn't have the marching band. I mean, the, the people in the marching band, I don't think are getting paid. So, you know, you're getting like free parking and you're getting exposure. I hope they're getting paid. Um, don't do it for free. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the old members of the marching band did that on their own free will and got free tickets to the game. So, again, big news from the commanders trying to do things right this offseason. I hope they get I hope they can uh, find their way. Let's find our way in the NBA, shall we? Last night, the uh, Mavericks got smoked again. And this was this is appropriate. They lost by 20 to the Suns. And the um, first game out of the shoot was another blowout to Miami Heat against the Sixers. Um, I can't bet on the Sixers ever again. I don't think I bet on them yet. What I bet on was um, I bet on the James Harden going over 25 and a half in game one and over two and a half threes in game one, which were both duds. So I didn't touch anything in that game last night. I think that on Tuesday I said you got to take the um, got to take the home teams in the next games, but I didn't officially release it, so it really doesn't matter. But I I just saw nothing in the Sixers that gave me any sort of hope or promise that they could do something different than they did in Game One as opposed to Game Two, and pretty much it went to script. Uh, they were in it for a little bit. Harden showed a little bit of life, and then he just vanished. He was like the shadow in the second half. If you are a 76ers backer or fan, it is so clear that the guy can't accept moments and step up. Maybe he's just out of shape physically, mentally, is not ready for, for the uh, – for, for the uh, the spotlight. But when Joel Embiid goes down, don't you think internally James Harden is going, okay, 
okay, I have got to take it up a notch. And it's the exact opposite. He's terrible. Like it is just downright sad to see the the drop off. He has no explosion, no separation. And this banging between his legs three or four times, like it's not fooling anybody. Holy moly. And this comes from somebody who had no dog in the fight last night watching the game. The Heat were just toying with them. Just toying with them. And if I'm a if I'm if I'm looking at the NBA futures right now, I I really like to heat at plus four hundred at least to make it interesting. Because with Victor Oladipo now finally getting some run, Jimmy Butler as being Jimmy Butler out of bio. I mean, I tweeted about or I retweeted somebody last night. Duncan Robinson is getting paid ninety million dollars to have the best seats in the house, front row at an NBA playoff game. One of their highest paid players is DNPCD. This Heat team is deep. This Heat team is just so well coached with Spolstra. It's hard for me not to take a flyer on them to win the NBA title at plus 400. Anyways, but back to the Sixers. And they suck. And there's still no word about when Embiid's going to come back, if at all, this series. Still no timetable for his return. And yet I look at tomorrow night's game. And the Heat are only favored by one over the 76ers. And this is factoring in no Joel Embiid. Now, I think if Embiid was playing, the Sixers would probably be a three, four-point favorite. But the Heat are just one-point favorites at the 76ers tomorrow night in a pivotal Game 3 of the series and the season on the line for the Sixers. I'm going all in on the Miami Heat tomorrow. Now, I know we're jumping the gun. We'll talk about it more tomorrow. But just a little look-see at what the line is right now. My God, that is just like, oh, dare I say it, free money. Free money. Tobias Harris and Maxie can only carry you so long. Are you going to sit there right now today and say, I'm going to bet on James Harden in the playoffs. No. You just can't. It's, just, it's a bad decision. So early look. See it tomorrow night's game. The Miami Heat minus one at the 76ers. What, what's the old saying? Shell of themselves. Like James Harden is a shell of himself. And they made such a big deal. A whoop-de-doo about him coming over in that trade for Ben Simmons. And Maury, the GM, that's his guy from Houston and how he's so analytical and how James Harden has changed the game and blah, blah, blah. Well, he's killing the Sixers right now. He is absolutely destroying your team. It's really a shame. I have no dog in the fight. I'm just an NBA fan, and it pains me to see the drop-off from James Harden in and we saw it coming he was and that's the thing too he got rewarded to get out of whatever position that he was in and now because of his crappy ass play he's going to be the desperate one to be searching for that big payday which my god who's going to give him the money now if this keeps up forces his way out of uh, Houston he's in Oklahoma City then to Houston 
I'm missing a stop, forced his way to Brooklyn, forced his way out of Brooklyn, now to the Sixers, and he's just stinking it up. So again, tomorrow I like the Heat, minus the one, cannot bet on James Harden. I think he only had, let me look at the box score last night. I Jesus Christ. This just pains me. I, I had nothing, I had no money on the game. Like, I had no interest in the game, really. Uh, I mean, I had interest in the game, but I had no... No, there was no lean. I wasn't like, hey, come on, Sixers. Maxi was sensational with 34 points. Harden had 20 points, 6 of 15 shooting, just 1 of 5 from threes. Like his bread and butter used to be the three-point shot. He made all seven free throws. So basically, he only had 13 points outside of his free throws. And what also really is annoying is this the lame dribble drive, and he tries to get that contact, which he was two or three years ago. He's going to line an excessive amount of times. Refs aren't falling for it now, even though he's still throwing up his arms like he got fouled and doesn't run back on defense. There's another frustrating thing. So last night, the Heat were favored by eight and a half, nine, I think, when it closed. I think it opened up at nine and a half, went down to eight and a half at Bed River Sportsbook, and they won easily, 119, 103. And now game three is tomorrow night. Again, I can't uh, do anything except take the Miami Heat minus one. Basically a pick em at the Sixers on Friday night. As for the Dallas Mavericks, they got rolled again by the Phoenix Suns. Uh, no help for Luka Doncic yet again. I'm not exactly sure what Dallas's game plan is. 129-109 flies over the total yet again. Um you know, you look at the starting five for the Dallas Mavericks. Doncic had his 35, and then nobody else. Brunson has played meek. He had just nine points. Reggie Bullock had 16 points, mostly from three-point range, four of eight. Finney Smith got the start. He had two points. Your big man had four points. They had only one, two, three people in double figures. They still got 109 points on the board. Uh, that is not a recipe for success. I have no idea what Dallas is doing now. And they were known for their defense, right? They're giving up 129 points. Meantime, Suns, just like the Heat, sort of toying with the Mavericks. Chris Paul had 28 points, 8 assists, still doing his little tomfoolery stuff, but whatever. You got to get used to it. Booker had 30 points. Crowder, 15. Bridges, 11. Um, so there is your, your crux of your scoring. It wasn't even close. 20-point victory. The line was at Bed River Sportsbook. Suns minus the six. So an easy cover for Phoenix. And they continue to be the favorite to win the NBA championship. Now down at plus 190. My God. Warriors are plus 300. Heat plus 400. Celtics plus 500 at uh, Bed River Sportsbook. So what can we take away from these first few games? Well, swinging now back to the home teams for the next games. Except for the Sixers, and I may I may waver a little bit on Dallas, but I think Dallas probably gets one of these games at home just to show a little pride. But we see now the home court is starting to be a major factor for some of these ball clubs. Right? Major factor when it comes to the postseason. Like Milwaukee, Bucks now back home against the Celtics. Uh, I haven't looked at the line. I'll get I'll guess the Bucks are now favored by like five or so. When they play, and is that? Uh, and they don't play till Saturday, huh? Oh, Bucks are only minus three, only minus three come Saturday against Beantown. Well, that baby's going to be a big sweat uh, come the weekend. 
It's going to be a big sweat, but they always are, right? Rarely, rarely is it easy. And that's why it's so impressive these folks have put out these numbers and these lines. It's amazing. Oh, by the way, Suns on Friday night. So wait, the Suns and the Mavericks play before the Celtics and the Bucks play, even though the Bucks and the Celtics played the day before the Suns and the Mavericks. That doesn't make any sense. Anyways, uh, tomorrow night, Suns and the Mavericks. Uh, the Mavericks are actually favored in this one, too. Minus one over the Suns. Total 220. Heesh. We'll get to it tomorrow, but my early thinking on this one is the Mavericks have to defend home court at some point, right? If they're going to do it, it has to be in this game. Um, but boy, the Suns are so tough and rugged. They might just know that, hey, look, we win this thing. This bad boy is over. It's over. And don't forget about the Grizzlies and the uh, Warriors. They play Saturday night, 830. I think you hammer the Warriors in this spot. I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day, and this is where home court advantage is going to be huge. I think Golden State just says the hell with this. And they're going to come out guns blazing and take a 2-1 lead against the Memphis Grizzlies. And here's a couple reasons why. You saw that Gary Payton II is out for a month with a broken uh, elbow after that cheap shot by, by Brooks. He should probably be suspended for at least two or three games. Like, if you hurt somebody that badly and knock them out for a month, like, come on, bro. Like, the NBA needs to send a message. You cannot do stuff like that. I'm curious to see what they will do. Dylan Brooks is going to be suspended at least a couple games, you would think. And I would also surmise that that is being taken into consideration with the spread. But the Grizzlies won the game without Brooks in game two. But the Warriors minus the six and a half against Memphis. Game three, that is Saturday night. Boy, I'm salivating right now with the Warriors minus six and a half. Like, that just makes way too much sense. But I'm not going to go like what I did with the Bucks and flip-flop because I, I really initially liked the Celtics to defend home court in game two at minus the five. Went down to four even without Marcus Smart. And the Celtics took care of business. I expect the Warriors to do the same on Saturday night, 8.30 from San Francisco. Is that where they play now, San Francisco? Yeah. So that, that really stands out to me as a big-time play on uh, on Saturday night. But we will, of course, get into more of these NBA games tomorrow as we will also reflect on what the Capitals did tonight, what the Nationals did as they start a long... Uh, actually, no, they, they wrap up their West Coast roadie against the Anaheim Angels or the LA Angels of Anaheim or the LA Angels or whatever the hell they are. And uh, before we put a bow on this DC City cast, um, Washington Wizards fans, you know, this is the time of the season where you see all these articles about the season and where they were and how they can get better and as we all know this is a big summer for Bradley Beal and uh, if they're going to assign him to all that money $245 million is out there for for uh, for Bradley Beal and it's glaringly obvious watching these NBA playoffs that uh, you, you got to have at least you know, you got to have some sort of semblance of superstardom on your squad. The notch above. You see why Luka's struggling because he doesn't have that second or third tier player to help him out. The Suns have Aiton, Booker, and Chris Paul. The Heat have Jimmy Butler, Adebayo, Tyler Harrow, just to name a few. The Bucks have Antetokounmpo, Drew Holiday, 
they would have had uh, Chris Middleton, just to name a few. So you got these th- at least three bona fide could be all stars on your squad. Okay, so if the Wizards do stick with Beal and sign up all that money, they do have, I guess, Chris Stapps, Porzingis, but they need one more guy. Now, they thought it was going to be Spencer Dinwiddie. That was not the case. They didn't like him, whatever the reason was. He has shown in Dallas he's okay. He's too inconsistent. You need these three guys to be beasts all the time. All the time, right? In Philadelphia, they have... You could argue Embiid. You could argue Harden. No, not arguing Embiid. It's Embiid. You could argue Harden. Maxie's on the come up, as they say. There's your three there. I'm trying to think of other playoff teams right now. Uh, The Celtics, Tatum, Brown, uh, Smart. Those are your big three, right? Who am I missing outside of this? So we've covered every team that has advanced this far in the NBA playoffs. It is not rocket science to look at these squads and go, okay, if we want to be successful in this league, like, we need to bring in somebody else who is super talented. Now, that is the most obvious statement in all of the land, but it is absolutely true. Oh, Memphis. I didn't. I forgot to mention Memphis. John Morant, okay. I forgot to mention Golden State, too. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. and uh, who's their third? Or who's their third best player? Why am I forgetting somebody here? Well, I guess it would be Dylan Brooks, who should be suspended. It's not the biggest of three, but they're reliable. Brooks averages 18 points a game. So again, you get my argument here. So the Wizards this offseason have got to figure out who is going to be that number three guy. If you're going to keep Bradley Beal for all that money, you got Chris Tapsworth-Zingas, who is he's iffy even as a number two, in my opinion, if he can stay healthy, and then you need a number three. Now, we haven't seen it yet in these younger guys. Abdia, Hachimura, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, uh, Kispert, like they're, they're, they're twos. They're not, they're not going to be that big third player, and that's what they have to do this offseason. Just figure it out. But I saw some article about how Beal this past season was a anomaly or something. And he's, what, 29, wrist injury, coming back from that. I've, I've always said this on this show. It's a bad idea to sign him to the Supermax because you're just spinning your wheels. But if you do sign him, which we all expect him to do, you need some help. And I know that's so easy and so obvious. But give the guy one more big name, big player, at least somebody. Because you have all these young players out of Gonzaga. You might as well try to make a, you might make, a, make a move, make a shipment. Now, who that third guy is, I'm not highly paid enough to tell you. <laughs> we'll say that for another day. All right, thanks for checking us out here on the DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. To recap this afternoon, we're going to take the Rockies minus 137. We're going to take the Capitals at a value plus 215 tonight in game two at the Florida Panthers. And there's no NBA to to bet on. So, dang. We'll chat tomorrow. Hope you have a great night. We will uh, see you then. DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Frank Handran from VEASAN. Hey.